Welcome to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks, the podcast that meets the need of every woman by bringing inspiration, affirmations, and information to enlighten you to the truth. I am your host, Gail Brown, your podcast girlfriend. Well, hello, girlfriends. What is up? What is up? How is everyone doing? I'm so thankful that you decided to tune in today because listen, as always, I have a word for you and I am so excited to share it. If this word isn't for you, though, make sure you share it with family and friends. Either way, share it, okay? (laughs) But anyway, ladies, before I get started, make sure you hit that little follow button as well as that notification bell that will alert you to any new episodes that I upload. And make sure you share Girlfriend Talks with family and friends. And you know, I would certainly appreciate that. Well, ladies, I'm going to share something with you. And I want to see if any of you can relate to any aspect of what I'm saying. All right, here it goes. Life had not turned out the way I had hoped and planned. And I wasn't happy. In fact, I was discontent with everything. It's not that I wanted more. I just wanted different. I found myself feeling stuck in a life I didn't love and powerless to change it. All right, ladies. How many of you ladies can relate to some parts of how this lady was feeling? You know, we can probably all agree that we all have felt stuck in our lives, right? Now, some of you may be feeling that way now. Now, trust me, I get it. Life can be difficult, heartbreaking, downright disappointing at times. It can be easy to feel this way, especially when we feel as if life is not what you hoped it would be. When this happens, we can easily get stuck in a negative mindset, and then we fail to enjoy and value this life God has blessed us with. You know, as believers, we should respond to being quote-unquote stuck more differently than those who do not know Christ. Now, just because you are a Christian does not mean you can't feel stuck at certain points in your life. It's a given. There will be times in life we will, you know, feel as if nothing is changing or going our way. But we have to remember, though, God is always working despite how we may feel and what we may not see. Now, when the heaviness of the responsibilities of life weigh on you, when you find yourself feeling stuck in a job that may be unfulfilling, but you have to work to pay the bills, when you find yourself praying and praying and praying for direction, only to be met with silence, leaving you confused, unheard or, you know, even misunderstood, And you may feel at times that there is no way out. That's the time that you need to refocus. You know, instead of focusing on what drains us of our joy, focus on those things that bring us joy and all the many blessings of God. And even if the truth of your situation is your reality, choose to focus on the truth of God's word. Now, I know you might be saying, Gail, I hear you, but you don't understand I'm tired. I don't know what else to do. Like I said, sis, I hear you. And God does too. But the less you stop fixating on the lack of change and feeling as if you're not moving forward and more on the truth of God's word, which never changes, the quicker your perspective can begin to change. Don't allow these times to make you forget what God says in his word. Now get this. 
during Jesus's, you know, his earthly ministry, right? He said, my father is always at work to this very day. And I too am still working or I am working. (laughs) But you know what this tells me? That God is always working to fulfill his perfect will and plan. Even in times when we may not understand or see what he is doing, we can trust that he is working all things for our good, even when our feelings would try to tell us otherwise. And not only that, you know, there are stories we can read in the Bible all day long, y'all, about people who could have, you know, easily felt stuck in their situation. Now take Joseph, for instance. He was in prison for years on false charges, right? And he could have easily felt stuck being confined for so many years. But the Bible says that God was with Joseph and God was with him, preparing him to, you know, to take on future duties as the head of Egypt. And even after reflecting after some time, Joseph recognized that the Lord was at work the whole time, even while he was in prison. Now, Paul is another person we can read about that could easily have felt stuck while under house arrest for something that he didn't do. But he utilized that time to write letters proclaiming the gospel. He could have, you know, even given in to his feelings of discouragement, but he didn't. Not to say that he didn't want to, but he didn't. You know, God was, you know, still at work even then. He used Paul's faithful obedience to bring salvation to so many people. And we too can trust God in those times we may be dealing with disappointing situations and negative emotions. You know, speaking of emotions, I want you to understand this. Feelings are fickle and feelings can change. Now, don't get me wrong. Feelings, our feelings matter to God. They really do. But we should not base truth on our emotions. You know, because feelings can be fickle and can be unreliable, this gives us all the more reason not to allow our feelings of being stuck to guide our reactions and decisions. Instead, be intentional in focusing on following the unchanging truth of God's word. If there's something in your life that needs to change, then study and meditate on God's word. Talk to God about how you feel stuck and frustrated in your current situation or present circumstance. Pour out your heart to him. And allow the Lord to guide you, to instruct you in the way to, you know, go instead of following the whim of your feelings. You know, I want to make a disclaimer right here. If your feeling stuck has to do with depression or any mental or physical health problem, make sure you seek the appropriate help. Make an appointment with, you know, a counselor or a therapist or even a psychiatrist. You know, I am a believer that believes in therapy and there is nothing wrong with it, especially when you can get the help that you need. Now, listen, let me tell you this. You ever thought that the Lord may be using a season of being stuck to help us grow by following him despite our uncomfortable feelings? You know, scripture never promises us an easy life or one of constant of excitement and, and happiness, right? And a lot of times, It's in the difficult seasons when our faith is tested that our faith grows. That's why the Bible says in James 1, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, therefore, we need to stop 
and consider how Jesus could be using a season of waiting to grow our faith. Now, making positive changes is helpful, but we should also take steps to obey the Lord. As believers, we are called to follow Christ. So instead of trying to manufacture our our own desired will in our current season of feeling stuck, you know, consider the ways you can actively obey God, you know, to honor him. You know, don't allow discontentment with your life to make, you know, its home in your heart. Instead, remember that our joy comes from the Lord. He gives us steadfast peace that the world can't give. Not only that, the Bible says that the world and everything in it will pass away. All of the stuff we chase after or or we think will make us happy is temporary. It cannot give us lasting peace or joy, which is why finding our contentment and joy in anything other than Christ is not worth it. You know, as we take our focus off all of the temporary things this world has to offer and focus on Christ, we will find a contentment that the world can't give and the world can't take away. Now, Paul, Paul learned the secret of, you know, true contentment. He said in Philippians 4, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Man, you know, Paul said, I have learned the secret of being, you know, that word being stuck out to me. You know, I believe that Paul's state of being had to had to do with his believing, believing in the God of whom he served and believing what God said about him. He had to learn this, which implies it was a process. You know, he didn't come to this place overnight. I'm sure his learning came from what he suffered. He had to go through so he can grow through to come to this place of contentment in Christ. You know, he could he couldn't base his, you know, his contentment on his emotions, how he felt. He couldn't base his contentment on whether or not he had plenty. He couldn't base his contentment on whether or not he had food to eat. He understood that life is going to be what it is. But Christ will always be who he is. And that's good, faithful, merciful, gracious, loving, compassionate, and the list goes on. Now, as I come to a close, allow me to leave you with this. People's lives are constantly changing, right? And just because someone feels stuck today does not mean they will be tomorrow. Now, as believers, we need to base our contentment and hope in something more reliable and solid than fluctuating circumstances and emotions. When we feel stuck, we can find hope and joy in Jesus. He is working in our lives, even when we do not understand or feel he is doing it. You know, that he's what, you know, understand what he's doing or feel what he is doing. You know, instead of trying to control events and create a future we think will make us happy, we need to faithfully obey the Lord. He has a plan for our lives, y'all, and we can trust him in the process. Let us focus on Christ, not on the fears, the worries, or desires that overwhelm us. Listen, Gail friends, I hope this episode blessed you. 
Also, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please leave a quick review. Your review will help this podcast get out to more people, and I would certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Gail friends, for listening, as I said. And remember, you got this because God has you.